not going to die. I will tell you if I'm dead. Last time, I think I walked away without saying this, but I'm saying it now. Anybody fucks with my shit while I'm in the fucking hospital, they better answer to me. Any cocksucker that steals from me or fucks with my shit, I'm going to jump the shit, I'll kick the shit out of any cocksucker or kill. I may not be able to whip everybody, but I can sure as hell kill any cocksucker that lives. It's not a normal thing. The human being has to say this to their friends. But I have to say this to two of you because, God damn it, you did it the last time. You destroyed my ice cream. Somebody. If anybody is fucking my shit, you better, you better head for another fucking country, cause I, I know how to, I, I know how to use any fucking gun that there is, any weapon there is. I will not stand for this shit. If I come back home and I find that my shit is missing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill somebody. And that was Ray of Ray and Pete who lived in the Lower Haight back in the late 80s. And uh, a couple of guys taped their arguments through the light well. And they were a couple of very serious drunks. I think Ray, he was threatening to kill uh, Pete and uh, their friend Tony because he was going into the hospital. And if anybody stole any of his stuff while he was in the hospital, he would kill them. Uh, the part I like is where he says it's, it's not normal for a person to have to, to say this to his friends, but I have to. I discovered Ray and Pete in the very early 90s. A guy came in to a printer. Uh, I was working at Minuteman Press. I was doing outside sales, but we also had a, uh, you know, took work on in the counter you know at the front counter this guy came in and needed a bunch of uh, cassette labels and um, he was selling Ray and Pete tapes bootlegs I mean I guess they're all bootlegs and you know he had this weird art and I'm looking at this and I was sober about two years and I was just fascinated and I bought you know, all five tapes immediately, and I used to sit there, <laughs> and they were awful, because it would be like 10 minutes of silence before you could get to the, anything, you know, there was, uh, uh, what's the word, you know, you can actually un uh, understand what they were saying, and um, I remember a, um, um, another guy in the in the synthesizer world um, uh, who was a you know pretty good drinker himself we we used to go through the routines together and then we knew this guy named uh, Rex probe who built surge uh, analog uh, modular synthesizers and I had a quite a surge setup I, I was 
pretty good on the surge. Um, and uh, anyway, I knew Rex fairly well, and Rex was a kind of a wild man, and and uh, he still is, I'm sure. Um, uh, but I know one night he got in a fight with his girlfriend out in the mission and uh, in San Francisco and uh, she lived on sort of an alley off of like 17th or 16th or something close to you know I don't know Valencia or wherever anyway they were arguing he was naked at the time she ran out the front door of the apartment and he ran out after her, and she ran back in and locked him out. He's out there, it's midnight, in the mission. He's pounding on the door, and, and uh, you know, somebody called the cops. So, you know, of course, they haul him away. And, uh, well, that was the end of the argument. But I remember, we I mentioned to Rex that uh, Alex and I, you know, some couple months later, you know, new Ray and Pete routines by heart. And um, and Rex looked at me and said, well, of course, you're both alcoholics. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, Rex, and, you know, you know, lots of social drinkers get arrested naked <laughs> in an alley in the mission at midnight. <laughs> But uh, anyway, more on Ray and Pete later. They're unfortunately gone. I just discovered a documentary about them um, at the video store last night, so I, I have to uh, to uh, rent it. I was looking for it on YouTube and just found some audio files, and I've gone way over my five-minute self-imposed limit, but that's enough for now. Bye.